I got 99 problems, but my guest is not one. Join me today for episode 99 with Ashley Matthews, truly one of my favorite people in this entire world. We talk love, life, we talk careers, and the importance of doing things that you love and how it can affect your whole entire life. She will inspire you. She will make you think. She just gives you all the great feelings. So enjoy this episode with Ashley Matthews, episode 99. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Do you love the Pacific Northwest as much as I do? And how do you show it everywhere you go? Get yourself clothing that reflects the love today. Head over to Forever Green and see everything they have to offer from hoodies to t-shirts, even bathing suits for the summer. Forever Green will have something you will love. So I want you to go to www.forevergreenpnw.com. That's the number four, E-V-R-G-R-N-P-N-W.com. And don't forget that everyday hoodie. It's a buy one, get one half off. All right. Um, so this is episode 99. If you can believe this. Yes, I know. I wanted to announce it to you. 99 episodes of keeping tabs. I took a little break. Um, we had some, we were just talking about mics and things like that. Well, I had a computer crash, so I couldn't do anything for a few months. Um, but it's funny because I've actually back on with me today and she was actually my episode 33. If you didn't know this. Yes. <laughs> I did it. Look at those double digits. I love it. So we're going to talk about how things have changed since episode 33 in her life um, and some new adventures she's doing uh, with her career. So first of all, thank you so much again, Ash. Yes. Hi, Tab. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we're going to have a little fun today. We're going to talk about um, so before let's we when we first talked, you were working with is it Siemens? Mm -hmm. So with the mammograms and the sales, um, doing some really cool stuff with 3D mammograms and was great information, Um, but she has taken a different career path and I would love to hear about what you're doing. I mean, I'm interested because I follow you on social media, so I see the videos, but what are you doing now? Yeah, you're like, wait, is she working? What is is this? She's having a little too much fun. I know. (laughs) So... Gosh, when did I pivot? It was, it was like October. It was at the end of our fiscal year at Siemens. And, um, I was be, I was being courted by this company called crown aesthetics. And ironically, they had come to me maybe six months before, four months before. I'm not totally sure on the timing. You would be perfect. We got to have you. Did you even know this is a job? And and at the time, I really was seeing some awesome opportunities for myself at Siemens. And I had this phenomenal funnel and was starting to build business up again after COVID and kind of feeling alive again. I was doing a lot of the social media stuff and and kind of working on branding on LinkedIn at Siemens. And I hit a point where I wanted more. I didn't want to just, I didn't want to be running around my territory trying to educate people on mammography because I was just finding that it's hard to educate if, if people don't want to be educated. And, and there was a lot of um, situations I was finding myself in where 
it was more just about the best pricing they could get. It wasn't necessarily the best technology. So that was like a total, just like stab to the heart. Like, no, this isn't really what's happening, right? This isn't my truth right now, my reality. So, and there were a couple other interesting dynamics going on. I felt like I wasn't so much aligned with my management anymore. I, I was just feeling like there was enough not jiving that it was time to make the leap. And when Crown reached out to me again, I seriously, I had gone to bed that night. It was a Thursday night. I went to bed and I said to Kurt, you know what? I'm going to start job hunting tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. I'm just kind of done with this roller coaster. And I wake up to my inbox Friday morning from Crown saying, hey, I know you said no to us a couple months ago, but th that position is open again. Want to take a look at it? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is it. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> I mean, it was just like so in my face, like, duh, here's your opportunity again. You screwed up four months ago, but it's back in your face. Let's do this. So. I jumped ship and it was super scary because we were in the middle of buying a new house. I'm like, okay, this is gonna, this is gonna be a little tricky and kind of hard. Yeah, but I yeah. seriously was just ready for new, 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 all new things. And so we made the leap. And Kurt's like, babe, you're a different person. You're like, life is easy, you're so happy, you're like lighthearted again. I'm like, oh gosh, was I a total witch for the last couple of years? He's like, no, but I could just tell that you were carrying the weight on your shoulders. And, and I felt that way a lot of the time, you know, it was really this big, serious, hard job. And then COVID, I had kids home and nobody was, we weren't talking about it. There were tons of families and tons of salespeople trying to do these big, hard jobs and teaching their kids at home. And we were just like, okay, extra responsibilities, extra duties, everybody's exhausted, but you still have this number you have to make. And we're not gonna talk about support or resources. So you just kind of felt like you were, I felt like I was expected to meet these expectations that were impossible. And so now and you're I, a brand new person. Oh my gosh. Like I, I tell Kurt, I feel like I'm just getting paid to run around and have fun. Okay. So, you know, I have three sisters. It's always girl beauty party, do your hair, do your makeup, going into estheticians offices and working with dermatologists and saying, and teaching them how to use a microneedling device. Like, hello, this is so much fun. So what I sell is this, it's a system, it's called the skin pen. And it was the very first FDA approved microneedling device. People call it by name. They call offices to see if we have the skin pen. So wow. what a difference to be selling a system that everybody knows and asks for. And so you, you seriously are just walking into offices to let them demo your device. And then they're like, okay, got to have it. Cool. So that's amazing. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. That is so it, funny too, because like when you said that, I was like, cause your sister Haley, she's one of the reasons that like, I even like started to like, think about make, I mean, she was the one that introduced me into like, right. it like, let's play dress up. And I was like, what is this whole new world? And so then I met you and I was like, oh, I see where they all like, <laughs> I get this world. I get it now. Yeah. Brother. So I'm like, no one was talking about dress up. No. <laughs> well, and it's funny because in high school, we were the girls that had like mascara and chapstick. And, and then when I, it was my senior year 
and I had completed all of my courses. And so I seriously just had weight training in the morning and then I was done with school. So I took a job at Macy's in Estee Lauder, got exposed to the whole makeup world. I think my mom was like, oh, it's game over for all of us. Cause I'm like bringing home skin cream and makeup and lipstick. And here I am this like super young looking girl, way late developer. And I have this like heavy eye makeup on and like Estee Lauder is kind of an older age group makeup. I've got like this deep red lipstick. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome exploring, but that's kind of where we all started jumping into the makeup world. Mom was introducing the girls to Clinique and getting them on the skincare. Like, remember all that? Mm -hmm. So now, now you know a whole different world to skincare because how much things have changed from using Proactive or Clinique or these right, products right. that we had no idea what was in them. And now we're like, oh, oh whoops, we weren't supposed to be using alcohol toners. Oops, a daisy. Or St. Ives. That's uh, always one I see on TikTok. They're like, every skincare person's like, do not put this on your skin. Oh, seriously. <laughs> Have you get go into the TikTok world of like any kind of skincare, whether it's a dermatologist, you get in that like realm, they're just like making fun of St. Ives, not, you know, nonsense. Oh, that's so funny. Is St. Ives the company that has the um, scrub, the orange scrub or peach scrub, whatever? Whatever it is yep. that everybody loved. Yep. We I all have some in my stock somewhere. I hate to say it. <laughs> I probably still have some under my sink or something. I'm like, just can't throw it away. Right. It'll be so nice to exfoliate after a self-tan spray. I mean, seriously. <laughs> exactly. Oh my yeah. gosh. So now you're in this whole new other realm of from I mean, you're still dealing with health, but in like a health and beauty. Yes. The difference in those two different worlds. Oh my gosh. So you would not believe how many facilities I bump into where nurses have left nursing. They are so done. They're so burnt out. And they're like, I want to go to a space where I'm still serving and I'm happy and I'm doing my nurse stuff, but it's positive and people are happy to see me and they want to see me. So I'm bumping into nurses left and right that are jumping into the aesthetic space. They're doing the microneedling. They'll do the PRP. So I'll get the nurses that are, the, you know, the phlebotomist. And so they're drawing the blood to do PRP and procedures. Wow. Um, so it's, it's a way different space because you have, you're working with really happy people. It is not stressful. People love giving Botox. They love doing fillers. They love doing the microneedling. And so you have these people that are like, Hey, sunshine, I need to order 96 more tips. And I'm thinking, gosh, what a different world. I would, there would never be a radiologist director in my past calling me sunshine and getting all excited that he needs to reorder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very true thing too. Um, so I, um, went to a place here in Coeur d'Alene called Lakeside Med and Spa. And that's exactly what these owners, one was a nurse, I think, um, Rachel, and then her partner, he was an anesthesiologist or something. And they have this business and I went and got an IV because I was starting to feel sick. Mm -hmm. And the energy, when, like you said, when you walk into these spaces, they're so happy to help yeah. and they're to educate you, but like also make it like not, I'm scared of needles. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, it was just the most pleasant experience. So I can see why it'd be fun to work with people like them. 
Oh, right. I know. And I tell my boss this, first of all, I'm so grateful for him because he and the recruiter kind of powwowed together and he's like, go get her, go get her. So I'm so grateful for him for seeing that in me and recognizing that. But I tell him every day, Joe, I'm pinching myself like this. Am I really getting paid to do this? There's a lot of guilt right now. Like I'm getting paid to run around and have fun. I hope you know, this is just a lot of fun. And he loves, I mean, I think he loves hearing that, but I think that that's such a great indication that you're in the right place if it feels like fun. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of people need to hear that because I think a lot of people feel like they need to stick with a job. Maybe you're making more or it's what you were, went to school for or you're smoking mm-hmm. for this path. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. even like these nurses that are switching careers and now doing, you know, Botox and things like that, because they're like, I just want to be happy. I don't want to be in that healthcare world where it's negative and depressing right. and no one's happy. Yeah. Yeah. My childhood best friend, she's a nurse in Arizona. And she, I mean, she just, she said, talk about a a wild head trip the last couple of years. And her brother, he and his wife have this aesthetic space. So she's like, I am seriously wanting to pivot full-time into the aesthetic space because it's just a dumpster fire every day in the hospitals. And and, you know, she tells me stories. I'm not going to tell them on, on today, but she tells me stories. I'm like, that, that's unbelievable. That is absolutely unbelievable. That that's what you're putting up with. Oh my gosh. And so I get it. I totally get it. But yeah, it is a really happy, positive space. So it's just a blast. You're never going to say no to a demo when someone's like, Hey, come teach me how to do microneedling. First of all, you have a model that's really excited to get a microneedling procedure. And then second of all, you have a, you have a a provider that's excited to use your device and is ready to purchase. And so it's just fun. It's just like win, win, win. Everybody is winning. There's no loser in this equation. I felt like in the, in my last space, somebody felt like they lost. It was never like, Hey, we came together on this. And, you know, they felt like we had to go with you because this was the best pricing and we had to really work you down to get to this. And and then I come away like, great. Now I have to sell another manual system because I just really came down in price. This is just like, yay, yay, yay. Okay. Next, next. And then, you know, they, people check in on you. There's an awesome follow-up on both sides, which is something I'm not used to either. That's really cool. And now that you're in this whole different realm, um, this is like, I always feel like this is a pretty hot topic is, I mean, I don't know if you have any opinion on it, but like it is skincare, there is Botox, there's fillers. Um, it is like, you know, there's, you hear both sides. Like I have friends that that have been doing it since they were 22 years old and they're like, I get my Botox this many times a year. It's what I do. I budget it. And then you have like, I want to age gracefully, but you know, How do you feel about all of, you know, that kind of stuff? Totally. So I got my first Botox when I was 35. That was my present to myself. Let's see, 35. I had Calvin when I was 34. Yes, I was 35. I just turned 35. It was in August. I'd stopped nursing because they talk about don't get Botox if you're nursing. So I'd stop breastfeeding and flew out to Arizona. It was again with my best friend, Becca from childhood. She's like, Oh, Ashley, it's the best thing. And Becca's gorgeous. She's doesn't need squat. Yes. She's just stunning. But 
if she's doing it, you follow like, okay, you look great and you're, you're aging gracefully. I want to look just like you. So let's do this. You're, you didn't die and your, your half of your face isn't like paralyzed. So let's just, let's do this. So I did disport for the first time when I was 35 and I saw this huge difference, but it's, I don't, I mean, maybe other people would, would have noticed if I had asked, but at the time I was wanting to keep it private. My, I had a sister-in-law that was like, don't do that. Cause it makes the rest of us look bad. You know, there's a lot of people that are opinionated. I had a girlfriend that said that it's people like you who do this and the rest of us who can't afford it, then we feel bad about ourselves. And then there's this, you know, crisis, a beauty crisis. And you know, it's the same idea of women getting Photoshopped. So there's like a lot of really strong opinions. I love Botox. And I will get it done as long as I can afford it. And as long as it's effective, I still have expressions. I still have wrinkles. I'm still aging, but I'm certainly going to help slow it down. It is the only preventative. Botox actually slows those muscles because what happens is you get these crevices. And every time you use these muscles, your crevice gets deeper. Botox significantly slows that, and it truly is the only preventative. Now, the skin pen is awesome because it's very, very natural. So it's, I say it, it's like mini Botox, but it's your own natural Botox. What happens with the skin pen is you get a bunch of micro injuries. So it's these tiny little needles that are penetrating your skin, and the purpose is to get I don't know, close to 3 million micro channels on your face. Yes. And what it does is it, it triggers your wound healing cascade, which stimulates your body's own natural collagen production. So your body's like, ah, injuries. And it sends off collagen to go repair. Wow. How awesome. So our system is FDA cleared to improve fine lines and wrinkles of the neck and then acne scarring. And I've seen firsthand, it changed people's lives with acne scarring. Oh. So that's a natural way. And there's a lot of people that are like, hey, if I can reduce my fine lines and wrinkles, but I'm not injecting a toxin, that's such, the, the skin pen is so awesome for everybody in that aspect. Mm -hmm. So now that I've gotten into this space, I can see, what each thing, what each product can serve and who they can serve essentially. Oh, that's so for those friends that are like, Oh, I would never do Botox. I would just never do that to my face. Okay, great. Then you would love the skin pen. Yeah. And I think it is, I think it's a thing that people like have in their mind that you're getting this injection or whatever, but there is so many different treatments out there. I didn't know this until I've gotten friends in that realm that or owns places here, but there's the micro knee I just learned about a couple of years ago. And now that I saw what you do, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yes. Like you said, it's more of a natural way to look younger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's like that those acne scars and those aging on your neck or your chest, those things like that. I think, um, you know, we don't want to worry about them, but it does affect our brains. And when we looked at each other, we're like, Hey, we don't look as young as we used to. And it starts right. to you, right. feel better about yourself. You're better in all aspects of your life. Oh, totally. And it does affect me. If I look old and tired and, and I don't know, just, I don't have a glow to how I feel inside. Then that's sad. That's a bummer. I'm going to go try to fix that. And it's not like this invasive procedure in any way. So yeah, it is, it is funny that the both sides of Botox and, and fillers and toxins. I mean, I'm as, I, 
with myself, I don't love fillers. I did the under eye. I, I went in last year and tried the trough procedure. Oh, yeah. I didn't like it. I, I felt like it settled lower and it actually made my eyes look even more tired. So we went in and ended up essentially melting it away. Just like get that out of there. But um, I realized that I respond well to Botox and that's fabulous. And I respond well to the skin pen and that's fabulous. I like how my face looks and feels. So that's all that I really feel like I need. I see people with these big luscious upper lips and I'm like, oh, sometimes it, you know, it's, I'm thinking about it. And then I'm so scared to do anything with my lips. I am the hundred percent the way. So I got a bonus this year. Um, for work. And I've been so excited and I am saving some of it and I am doing Botox for the very first time. So right about the same age you were when you started Botox. So I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm getting married this year. Want to look yes. at photos. Um, I've been warned. I will be doing it the rest of my life though. <laughs> right. You end up really loving it. And then when it starts to wear off, you're like, Ooh, you're getting on the phone, getting that one next one hey, scheduled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey girl. Hey sunshine. <laughs> hey sunshine. I'm gonna start just doing that to anyone, especially like serious conversations. Hey sunshine. I know. <laughs> really serious conversation. I uh it's like Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> right, totally. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love the Botox. No, oh, I can't wait. So you are a busy mama. Um, you have kids, you just, we just talked about, you bought a brand new house. You've been remodeling, cleaning, painting. Um, you're now you've transitioned jobs. You've got a wonderful boyfriend, which I cannot wait to meet him. Mm -hmm. I need to come meet him. I'm just like, I love you two together. He seems just like a wonderful human. Right. I can't believe that you have not met him. No, we I were talking about that on the couch last night. He's like, now have I met Tabitha? And I was like, sadly, you have not. And that's no, I need to go to Portland. I know. I need to make it just happen. I need to just come see you guys. <laughs> well, so do you know what? You have inspired us. I We're going to buy a van and pimp it out and have like an adventure van. And so I'm like, we should totally do a fun trip. Yes. And so we will have like, it's our new, our goal this year will to be able to, once it's all finished to do, go somewhere super cool in Oregon every weekend, somewhere different and cool. And then we'll start expanding as we get more comfortable in it and more familiar with it. But you've totally inspired me and I've now inspired him. He's like, you're so cool, babe. Yeah, it is. I mean, you guys will, I mean, it brings a whole different part of your relationship. It is bonding because you have to work on the van together but it's just the things you get to see that you wouldn't get to see any other time because when you're right. traveling you're like I got to go out here but then we got to make it all the way back before we get to the hotel and you have to plan all these things but now you right. can just sleep there as long as it's legal yeah. and it's awesome right and we always see so many cool places where we love to hike and we would love to get off and explore like hey this looks like a sweet place to be exploring the van is going to make that so much more reasonable something that we can do now yeah and it's easy like you just and then you're like come back to the van and you can just make your food right there you can open a bottle of wine and enjoy like and don't have to rush back to somewhere because you're starving right. and hungry you can just right. go with the flow love it I love it so yeah so I was saying you're busy now you're going to do a van like the girls you got it to do how do you how do you balance all of this um goals 
I write goals down. I have a, I'm not going to show you about my board because it's cheesy and really colorful. And my boys wrote, where's my butt? I love my boobs. I don't know why that's on there, <laughs> but I write goals. And at the, at the beginning, I usually do it quarterly and it's at the beginning of every quarter I sit down and I'm like, okay, what went really well last quarter? What felt hard? What felt imbalanced? And I kind of just dissect each one. And then like if I really liked how something went or felt, I'll write down what those feelings were. Because if you can write those down and make it a full physical experience, you're more likely to make them happen. So I'll write down, this is how much time I expect to put into my career each day. And this is how much time I expect to put into demos. And this is how much time I expect to put into traveling. I get as detailed as possible. This is how much time I'm gonna be emailing. And then, this is how much money I'm going to be putting into savings. And this is how much working out I'm going to be doing, you know, and so I get super, super detailed. And, and I, and I say like, you get to do this, not like you have to, like how cool that you get to do this. You get to put in 15 minutes of emailing in the 10 o'clock hour or whatever. So yeah. that just helps me because, and I've, and I've learned to be more of a planner because, um, the single motherhood, you know, life was just chaos, just running and going and doing this and picking up kids. And I just flying by the seat of my pants. And I was lucky to sell a system and get the kids on time. So now it's just like, okay, there's more intention and I can plan things now. And having Kurt in my life makes life so much easier, another adult, but then you do have to really plan because you have to like put your lives together and you have to have like a partner planning session too. Like, this is what my week looks like. Okay, cool. This is what my week looks like. And this is when I, you know, so goals are huge. Planning hours are huge. And then every single morning, I do a 15 minute meditation session and I ask, I have Oracle cards. I ask the enchanted map Oracle cards. These are the coolest things I set. I put out a question to the universe. Like, how am I going to serve myself today? How am I going to serve others? How am I going to successfully get through this challenge? And it gives you these fun little, like clever mapping ideas. I'm writing this down. Cause I'm, I love that. Oh, you will love it. So like, okay, let's just do a quick little example. If I was, let's say I was struggling with um, finding PRP customers and like, gosh, PRP seems to be challenging, which was one of my fears early on in this, in this career. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a real challenge here, but I do need to be challenged. I also know that about myself. So if I just said, hey, universe, um, how am I going to manage connecting with clients and, and getting PRP in front of them? I pull a card, wizard of awareness, and they're beautiful cards too. I'm just, I can see a little bit of a sheen right there, but you see these beautiful cards. So then it's number three, and then you have your little book. Go oh, to, that's go so to, no, I love this. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's like a little counseling session for me every day. It's like how I counsel myself. I love that. Like I said, and, I need that. I know. So wizard of awareness, mindfulness is about being observant and remaining neutral about what goes on in the world around you. This applies to the environment within you too. If you struggle inside yourself, stepping into an observer position gives you a new powerful perspective that neutralizes any discomfort or overexcitement. You have the capacity to see things clearly now 
unencumbered by opinion or desire. So it goes, you know, so now I can take this little advice and go, okay, make sure I'm in a neutral space when I'm in front of these clients, make sure there's not overexcitement or whatever, you know, however I want to read that card. So I love these. And then I pull an affirmation card that um, is kind of like my daily mantra. So this, here's my daily mantra today. I have a voice and that voice matters. I'm gonna live by that mantra today. Perfect that I'm on a podcast. <laughs> so I pull, I pull um, these cards every single morning and then I spend 15 minutes meditating. I'll put on my little Bluetooth meditation music, sit Indian style in my chair, just breathe and I'll use the mantra that I pulled and I'll use the oracle card that I pulled and try to just bring in more intention into just an awareness. I mean, the reality is it's really an awareness. These cards could say anything. It's the practice of like asking yourself, how am I going to serve myself today? How am I gonna serve others? Whatever it is, just getting into that practice is most important. You know, it could tell you, you need to go eat a bag of arugula and grapes and, and whatever. But the fact that you're stopping and asking, how are you going to serve yourself is, is gonna make you put a stronger focus in just being aware and, and having good intentions throughout your whole day. And it's instead of going, just going, I mean, we all get stuck in there where you just go through the motions and you're like, mm -hmm. what even happened this week? I think that's right. a great way of just stopping no other distractions and just being with yourself for just a few moments. And I love that mantra. Then you can really focus on something instead of just like, I need to do this. This is to do. Right. Right. Check, 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 check. Yeah. A list of things I have to do today. And I'm just ready to check through them. But I'm like, that is a great way to start your day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like it. Cause if you just eat, you slow down, there's instant stillness and you don't get much of that in a day's time. I don't, I mean, not with kids and a dog and a busy job. So it's nice to just be like, okay, this is my little me time. Mm -hmm. Even if it's 15 minutes, it's 15 minutes more than I was going to give myself. Well, I don't, I don't have kids. I don't have a dog, which I really wish I did. I have, oh, a I have a dog you can have. Yeah. I want a dog so bad. <laughs> Do you want one that jumps up on people when they come to the front door? Mm. I have a really good dog for you if that's the case. <laughs> the perfect fit. Oh, she drives me crazy. We have done a year of training and I my blood boils when she jumps a guest. And she's got some hoppers. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm like trying to grab the, her legs and I look like this abusive owner. And I'm like, I, she's just going to have to go into the laundry room from now on. <laughs> oh, that's really cute. Yeah, and she's a year old. So she's got good energy. You can travel with her for a weekend and then give her back. If test you her out. That's what yeah. I'll do. Drive the van, take the dog, test the dog out and then drop off the dog because of a feeling... <laughs> You're going to be dropping the dog back off. The dog. Let's just not even call her by her name. No the name. Dog. <laughs> Don't get attached to her. The dog. What kind of dog do you want, Tabitha? Do you know I, what kind? I would love, see, I love, I've always loved boxers, but I really love like a Springer lab mix. It's what mm -hmm. I grew up with. And it was like my favorite running dog, like so great smart. companion, so smart, kind of the that small like Springer body, but kind of the lab like smartness. Runner, bigger, like, yeah. yeah. 
and kind of like was kind of like a bird dog like had the instincts to like wait for the command to go chase the birds like it was really cool and I was like I want a dog like that yeah yeah I know every I feel like everybody has a childhood experience with a dog where they're just they need to replicate that same dog because we had Sparky and she was some really cute mix but I've I rarely see dogs like her and she was the coolest dog ever yeah and that's how Dixie Joe was she was just Dixie like Joe! oh my gosh <laughs> And run, like when I go running like in, in high school and you're you know when you're training I go run on dirt roads because we're from nowhere and so like the dog like she would just like run right next to me and just stay right there chase a bird and come right back and it was just like I want a dog like that yeah did you grow up in Idaho yeah I grew up in Harrison uh well St. Okay. Mary Harrison That's right. south end of the lake um mm -hmm. so yeah really close to Coeur d'Alene yeah yeah that's what I thought yeah, yeah. So and when it's I really first cool. met you, were you in Lewiston? No. So I met you. Well, no, because you came to visit Haley in college. Right. Did you live in Lewiston at some time? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> we came and stayed with you. Because we Lewiston. watched a volleyball game. Yeah, you stayed the night at my house and we went to Arby's. I still have a photo of us. And you stayed the night at my house and we just stayed up all night laughing and giggling like a bunch of Oh my gosh. So fun. When did we very first meet? I'm try I was actually trying to think about that the other day too. And I'm it must have been just a time that because I think I met your brother first and then I met because he was going to school at Rocky too. But sure. I yeah, but I think I also met then I met Chelsea, uh Haley's best friend. And then I think you came up and Audra and kind of was like probably a family visit time. And I was like, your sister is so fun. And yeah. And the, like Haley taught me some of the best things, like how to do a gr great prank, make a great prank phone call. Um, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> how to make a great prank phone call. I think the last time I pranked was like middle school. No, we did it when we were freshmen in college. In college. That's awesome. <laughs> they didn't have star 69 yet. <laughs> Oh yeah, we were so cool. We we're so cool. Now girls these days, freshman year, they're doing all these things. I was like, we were doing some really stupid stuff. Really innocent though, like such like innocent little. Oh girls. yeah, like Haley taught us that you know if you put the garbage can full of water next to like someone's door and you tip it, you knock on their door, wait around the corner, and then the water would spill all over their dorm room. Oh my word. Haley had so much dad in her. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, my dad. That's all he did. His whole, all of his college stories were just pranks after pranks after pranks. And well, like, she was listening. Ones. Yeah, she was definitely listening. Well, and there was like shaving cream. You could sneak it in like in the corner and pop it. And like shaving cream would like squirt Shoot out. Yeah. And then you could put pennies in the door and it would lock, like keep the door from opening um yeah we did some really fun things you guys are hilarious that's so funny <laughs> so back to the um the part about like you know kind of balancing your life and you know do you have any really cool like um I guess I don't like to say resolutions but like goals or intentions for 2022 yes so um obviously staying on top of my health is huge and and staying physically fit and feeling strong is a big deal to me I threw my back out last Sunday like and I've never done anything like that besides when I broke my back yeah, I yeah. 
I was um, just in my home gym working out and I bent over to grab a weight and had this like crazy excruciating pain across the midline of my back. Like just, it brought me to my knees and I was thinking, gosh, this is so bad. I must have like broken the hardware in my back. Cause I have the fusion yeah. when I broke my back 12 no, years ago. I actually saw it in the hospital. I don't know if you remember that, but I actually oh, went to the hospital because <laughs> I had planned on visiting Haley that weekend and you had broken your back and she's like, come anyways, let's go visit her. And then we'll hang out at the house. And I remember going and seeing you in the hospital, like right after you broke your back. Oh, what a scene. What a scene. Was I, was it before surgery or post-surgery? Oh, it was like right after surgery. Yeah. I wouldn't have remembered anything. I was a disaster after surgery. So bad. But, um, my first thought was like, gosh, I'm, I must have hurt something in the hardware. Or there's something structurally going wrong. So we went and got x-rays on Monday and thankfully nothing structurally is wrong, but that's my resolution now. Like I have to stay on top of my back health. And I remember the surgeon saying, when you have a fusion, sometimes the, the vertebrae right above and below the hardware can kind of take a beating over time. And you can have some future back problems in those areas. They kind of end up becoming weaker spots because of all the hits they take from the hardware. So that's kind of ringing in my head as I'm sitting in there Monday getting x-rays, like, please be fine, please be fine, please be fine. But they only took x-rays, so we didn't see any soft tissue. So the doctor said, let's just treat this like it's a herniated disc. So they put me on prednisone for the week. And, and fortunately, I've totally bounced back. Now I just kind of have this stiffness, like, like I did a hard boot camp workout, and I'm just kind of sore and stiff. So my resolution is to make sure I can get in and have like good physical therapy, make sure I do have a healthy, strong back. And if I don't, what are, what do I need to do to get to that point? So um, I've become very aware of PRP now that I sell platelet rich plasma and, and the benefits of what PRP can do for you. So I'm going to talk to a naturopath and maybe get some PRP injections and, you know, just make sure that I have that core strength so I can still be adventurous and hike and be active and do fun things with the kids. So that is my health priority. Financial priority, um, I really want to end up buying a beach home. So the focus is to hustle hard and save on the Oregon coast. And Kurt and I have talked about that a lot and we've looked and we've searched and now, now we're kind of like, okay, let's do this. Let's, what does that look like? So. Which, do you um, know what town you think you're going to go into? mm, I'm a huge fan of Manzanita. Then I love Nahalem. I love Cannon, but Cannon's just a really expensive beach and you get the same cool things at Manzanita. So I, ideally Manzanita, that's going to be a really hard beach to find something on the beach because we want it on the beach i want to wake up looking at the ocean hearing the ocean i don't want to have to walk yeah (laughs) yeah no i totally agree i actually took brett to the oregon coast for the very first time in may he had Mm. never been there and i like when you grow up in this area that's like the where everyone vacations like okay let's break the family's going to the coast and like that was and so it was fun because he's taking me to where he used to do the kind of the same thing down in like florida Mm -hmm. So we took him there and he was instantly in love. Um, And so with the van, you can take it to the coolest places. So we went above the city. 
So we were above Pacific City looking down and we were in like the mountains and it was, oh, it was majestic. Good. It was like, yeah. we built a little fire and we had like brought our little like food thing. And we just, I mean, it was magic. And he was like, this place is phenomenal. I was like, I know the Oregon yeah. coast is magic. It is. It is the most magical place. And you, you, you feel like every beautiful scene that you see in those calendars came from the Oregon coast. Yep. I agree a hundred percent. Which beach is your favorite at the Oregon coast? So my uncle lives in Newport. So when we were younger, we used to go down to Lincoln city and Newport all the time. Yeah. But I, I just love Pacific city. I love that I can have a drink and put my toes in the sand and watch mm -hmm. surfers and watch people playing catch people with their dogs. Like, I love that feeling of just like a community, but like you can have a, your, you know, you can have, you can sit on the patio and put your toes in the sand and have a drink. Right. And I'm like, and, it's, fun. and you're all cuddled up and it's just that whole feeling. The beach vibe. Mm -hmm. yep. All the dogs chasing Frisbees. I love that. I love that. So if someone is listening right now to you and wants to maybe connect, or maybe they're in the skincare realm, I have a lot of friends that are in that is there a good way that like, if they have any questions or way to contact, or maybe you can put them to the right person if they're looking for the, the skin pen? Um, yes, absolutely. So my Instagram is skingoddesspdx. That's an awesome way to connect with me. We do a lot of social media through our company. So, you know, I do it daily. I can connect them with the right people. And then my company, just crownaesthetics.com, you can get in touch with the orders team and get the right help. Our inside sales rep is phenomenal. Yes. Awesome. Well, it's wonderful. Yeah. So, one more question for you. Um, you know, we've been crazy couple years and um, politically it's nuts. Um, unfortunately we're going through another wave of just sickness and it's just crazy. It is insane. Um, and right. I know people are still dealing mentally and physically with their health and, you know, emotionally, do you have mm -hmm. some kind of advice, maybe something positive as people go into their brand new 2022 year? Mm. You know, it, it's nothing profound, but I, I would just suggest to roll with it because we it's, it's we have no control the reality is it is completely out of our control and and you are a stress disaster when you want when you need to try to control it and and so just you just got to roll with it I mean each day is so different and we might be healthy today and tomorrow terribly ill so um I have, I've had to give up so much control. I mean, the things I have learned for myself in this last year, being a mom and like, oh my gosh, and my kids go to their dads on the weekend and he lives a little bit differently and he hits the gyms. I just had to give up control or I was going to lose my marbles. So what I had to tell myself was we're going to, we got to roll with it. So that's what I would share with others. Um, and I think well, everybody will be okay. Yeah. Turn off the news. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. The, the news will mess you up. Hardcore. I haven't done the news in like a year. No, it's not good. It's not good. Just, no. just do just nothing don't. on social media and then turn it off. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your advice? Turn yeah. off the news. Yes, yeah. I'm like, okay. I just, I don't even do it. And Brett's like, did you watch this? Did you hear this? I'm like, you know, what can I do? Like, I can't right. do anything about some of this stuff that like, 
whether it's politically or whatever it is, what can I control? And right. if I really want to get into it, then I need to go into politics. Then I need to actually be doing something. That's what I tell exactly. people. I love that people are passionate about this, then go into politics, whether you're supporting someone that's running for president or a city council or you know the governor, support the people that you want in office, support the bills and the, all the things that you want, go do it or right. shut up. <laughs> right, exactly, shut up. You're not an epidemiologist, so you can just shut it right now. My favorite is how people, you know, that you have all these people that are suddenly epidemiologists, like they went to school, that's been their whole life. And, and they suddenly care about um, what's in their vaccine, but they couldn't tell you what's in their shampoo. They couldn't tell you. Or the energy drink that they drink. Yes. <laughs> or that like monster they're drinking or Red Bull. I'm like, right, oh, right. Okay. That's I'm like, this is fun. So yeah, healthy and go walk. I mean, that might help you from getting sick too. I'm just saying, I'm just, I, I hate to break it. I have like two of my good closest girlfriends from college. One works, you know, for the who and one works as a doctor. And so talking to them, they're just like, oh, everybody's an expert right now. They're like, ready to go to school for seven to 10 years. No, your neighbor <laughs> knows more than me. Don't ask me, ask your neighbor. I know. That's the, I think that's the part that I'm really struggling with. If suddenly everybody uh, is, seems to know it, not everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, no, but a, there's a lot of people that suddenly think they have all the answers and they never pretended to be a, a specific professional in any other space ever. They never pretended to be a music teacher and they know how or to do hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. My neighbor would not do my hair. I would not let them touch my hair. Right, right. And so that part is like, whoa, interesting. This is so interesting. What has happened? Dynamics are a little wild. I just say, stay in your lane, and then we're right, all good. Right. Yeah, just you, just just be your professional and give advice in that space if I ask for it. Exactly. And yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, Ash, thank you so much. This was a blast. Yes, it was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I love Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.